Hello and welcome back to the IDC Tech Talk podcast. I'm your host, Miles Dawson, and today I'm very happy to welcome Anders Elbach to the show. Hello, Anders. Hello, Miles. Uh, thank you very much for being here. Um, could you give your, our listeners a quick overview of your background and your coverage at IDC? Yes, uh, my name is Anders Elbach. I'm uh, based in Copenhagen, uh, covering the Nordic markets and uh, focusing on these very broad mega trends that we see in the market where digital transformation of course is, is one of them. I've been with IDC for 20 years so I have uh, seen the, the market develop and seen a lot of these new digital technologies emerge from virtually nothing uh, to, to where they are today where we see the uh, total society really changing because of that. Fantastic. So. Anders, we're here today because um, you got in touch with us, you wanted to talk about digital transformation, particularly in the Nordic region. So um, <clears throat> I suppose just to start off, it would be good to take a high level view and say, what's the status of digital transformation in the Nordics at the moment? Are we finding that organisations are embracing it or is it just marketing talk from the IT vendors? I believe over the last year or so, we've actually seen that digital transformation is something that organizations do not just talk about, they really do something about it. Um, we see a lot of digital transformation, a lot of uh, initiatives, uh, optimizing business uh, processes and so on, uh, leveraging all of these new technologies that are in the market. So overall, uh, I believe that uh, digital transformation is definitely taking off in the uh, Nordics. Uh, we see 80% of uh, organizations say that it's on their business agenda for the, the coming years. So uh, definitely going from just talking uh, to uh, really truly embracing it. Fantastic. So let's let's take a step back for a second for the people who might not know what we mean by digital transformation. It's obviously a topic that IDC have been talking about for a while now, but could you give us a high level overview, kind of take our listeners through what we mean by digital transformation? Because lots of organisations use that term and people mean different things by it. So it'd be great to hear our kind of view, a bit about the third platform, just to give people a kind of like ground base for that. Yes. Um, when IDC talks about digital transformation, we really mean that you need to be able to do something differently with the new technologies. You need to do something that you could not do with the uh, technologies that you had before. Uh, and the technologies that are really, uh, all of this is really based on are what we call third platform technologies. That is clouds, that is uh, big data and analytics. It is mobility and then it's uh, social. So those are the kind of the four pillars, as we call it, that really... Uh, is the foundation for all of these new emerging technologies like artificial intelligence, like robotics, uh, and that we see going on right now that really drives this transformation. So when we talk about digital transformation, it's about leveraging these technologies and be able to do things differently, reach your customers in new ways, optimize your business structures um, to, in, 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 yeah, optimize your business structures, um, reach new customers, uh, drive your IT, leveraging these technologies that you could not do with uh, a previous generation of technologies. Fantastic. So my, my, I think the next question for me is what's different about the Nordics in comparison to some of the other regions in, uh, in Western Europe? Um, ha, are you seeing any particular trends that are different from any of your colleagues? Yeah, I believe in the Nordics we would tend to be ahead of the curve in terms of technology adoption and uh, at least we like to believe that we are. Yes. Um, in the Nordics we really see that uh, we have a slightly different approach to uh, digital transformation I think. Uh, we are ahead of most other regions but we are not, we do not see many disruptors or leading companies um, 
in this matter. It really is very much about early adopters, uh, early followers, and uh, there's a very strong focus on using digital to become more efficient, uh, to reduce costs, to reach your customers slightly different, but really about changing your entire business models. We have not really seen many organizations that, that do that yet. So uh, a bit more internal view on uh, digital transformation that we see in, in some other uh, areas, uh, but definitely uh, still a leading uh, part of the um, part of Europe um, as, uh, as we've always been in terms of technology. Excellent. Do you have any um, Nordic specific examples of that? You mentioned the sort of that there's not a huge amount of um, the sort of digital disruption. It'd be great to hear about how some of the leading companies up there are are sort of beginning to use digital transformation to solve their business problems. Yes, we, we do have a few disruptors. Uh, of course, uh, Spotify is a, a well-known example of a, a company that has disrupted a, a market or a business model with their streaming. Uh, we also have a, a company, for instance, called Supercell out of Finland, uh, which really have embraced that gaming really shift from being these hardcore gamers to being a lot of gaming in Facebook, uh, in social media, and really all of these casual gamers and really developing games for them. And also they are able to leverage uh, cloud technologies to be able to scale from virtually no users to hundreds and thousands of users within a matter of days, which they of course couldn't do if they had their own data center, had to build that. So really we see these organizations that are born in the cloud, are cloud native, we still do have a, a few examples of those. We also see that uh, some of the enterprises are transforming uh, slightly, I would say. Uh, they definitely leverage digital initiatives uh, to become more efficient, um, but they're really changing the business model. We're only seeing a little bit of that. Uh, one example could be uh, Kona, uh, that uh, is a Finnish elevator manufacturer, and they are testing and uh, assessing whether they can uh, move from selling elevators and service contracts and that into selling lift uh, capacity or people lifted per hour or really having this use usage-based uh, sales model uh, and trying to implement that. Uh, and we also see a lot of uh, internal use of this. Uh, we have Sporvain, uh, a Norwegian rail operator that use um, a lot of big data and IoT to really, uh, that is Internet of Things, uh, to uh, do predictive maintenance on their uh, carts and uh, being able to utilize their um, their trains much better than they, they were before. Um, another example could be Vestas in Denmark, a windmill manufacturer, that based on all the information that have they have from sensors in the windmills, they're actually starting to sell windmills as a service um, rather than uh, just selling the windmill and a service contract. So we definitely have a few examples, uh, but... Uh, of, of big organizations, uh, but I also think that a lot of these digital initiatives and uh, transformation and transformational initiatives, uh, they're very, uh, they're often kept internally in the organization. Uh, they believe that it is a competitive advantage for them if they change uh, these things to become more efficient, to reach their customers in new ways. So a lot of organizations are not actually willing to, to talk very much about it. Uh, I've talked with IT vendors that say that they have a, a lot of great examples, but uh, the customers just don't want to, to reveal it. So there's a lot of things going on that we don't really recognize, we don't really see it, um, even though it, it most certainly is happening. That's, that's a fantastic answer, thank you so much. But can I just go back to the windmills as a service? That sounds very interesting. Could, could you tell me a little bit more about that? 
Yeah, basically, the thing is, Vestas, uh, like other uh, windmill manufacturers, has a lot of sensors in their windmills, so they can measure uh, how fast they're going, if anything is wrong, so they can uh, do predictive maintenance and, and stuff like that. But uh, what uh, Vestas really did was uh, they took this one step further, uh, and rather than just doing predictive maintenance, they actually uh, started to offer the uh, the windmills in the windmill contracts to, to the clients that if the windmills did not meet uh, certain uh, service levels, they would um, they would reduce the cost. They would pay for the the downtime uh, themselves. So effectively, they are selling uh, windmill as a service. Uh, they still do not guarantee uh, that the um, wind is blowing adequately for for the windmills to to function. But uh, the the mechanical uptime is really sold as a service for for these windmills. I suppose there's only so much guarantees they can make about the the weather. There is, but they are actually also um, trying to have these big data uh, model where they include weather data uh, with all of these sensor and registrations from from windmills uh, to be able to uh, do consulting about where to position or where to place the windmills. Should they be placed um, offshore? Could they be placed onshore? Should they be close to a forest or, or whatever? So really about trying to, to find the ideal location for windmills as well, uh, partly uh, because of uh, a lot of weather data that uh, they also um, uh, log into in, in this matter. Right. Which, which IT vendors then are best positioned to take advantage of the market opportunity um, and what's really necessary for them to achieve success in this? Yeah, when, when we ask the, the end users about how they perceive different IT vendors in terms of their ability to help them transform uh, digitally, uh, we really see that there are very few uh, IT vendors that really stand out as uh, being leading in this matter today uh, and also very few that are lagging significantly. Um, so, uh, and, and the reason really is that organizations they, or IT vendors, they really need to be part of larger ecosystems and form new partnerships to have success here. I think that's the probably the most important thing for an IT vendor is really to assess the partnerships and ecosystems that they are part of because as we see it, digital transformation involves so many disciplines. It's not just about IT. It is about changing business model. It's about understanding uh, consumer behavior. Uh, so, there's, so there's no IT vendor that can go to market with a digital transformation solution, they really need to to uh, be part of a much larger larger and wider ecosystem and uh, be able to specify what is their core capability within that space. So really being able to focus on the end user's uh, challenge, their digital initiatives, and then being able to put together this big solution and identify what their unique capability in, in this setup is. Uh, so it really is about changing uh, the entire way you go to market, uh, maybe partnering with previous competitors, finding uh, partners outside the traditional IT market. So it can be company that produces industry equipment or some management consultants that uh, that really need to be involved in this transformation initiatives uh, in order to, to succeed. So uh, we don't re really see one or two strong leaders yet, uh, but I'm sure as, uh, as the market or as the digital transformation really becomes more mature, we will also see the, the IT vendor landscape becoming more mature with um, specific IT vendors and specific groups and uh, partnerships of IT vendors that become uh, leading in, uh, in this aspect. Brilliant. And um, I suppose the very last question I have to ask is, um, have you sized the market in the Nordics for digital transformation? 
yes, we have sized the market uh, for digital transformation, but uh, digital transformation is really a lot of different things for a lot of different organizations. Um, IDC have a bit more rigid definition on what it is and uh, that it has to be transformative and not just about digitalization. Uh, but yes, we have sized the market. Uh, we estimate that the total digital transformation uh, spending uh, in, in 2016 was about 30 billion euro. Uh, but it's very important to understand that this is not an, a part of the IT market, only about one third. So about 10 billion is a part of the IT market. The rest is uh, business consulting, it's industry equipment like sensors, robotics and, and different kinds of machinery that are not traditional IT equipment. So we would say the, the IT opportunity within digital transformation is about 10 billion, uh, but of course growing uh, double digit over the, the coming years. Right, thank you very much, Anders, and thank you all so much for listening. Please join us next time where we'll be discussing another topic affecting the IT industry in Europe. Um, in the meantime, if you would like to learn more about this topic and more, please feel free to follow us on Twitter at IDC underscore EMEA. You can also follow Anders as well. Anders, what's your Twitter handle? My Twitter handle is Anders underscore Elbeck. And you can also find us on Facebook, LinkedIn and YouTube. Just search for us there under IDC. Thank you all very much and see you next time. Thank you for joining and take care.